before I proceed, I got one statement, communications from our president, Council of Flam. As chairman of the finance subcommittee meeting has not participated in the agenda item to date and will not be participating this evening since he's employed by the current owner and prospective seller of the property located at 315 Memorial Drive, Chicopee, Massachusetts. Further, Council of Flam will not be participating in the final vote regarding the agenda items scheduled for consideration by the full city council on March 7, 2023 meeting. Councilman Tillotson is Councilman Tillotson has arrived. I'm gonna make sure she let's just give Jim a chance to Order who's talking for a bit? Uh, I think he's going to allow Mr. Morton to talk first. Hi, Jim. Hi, Jim. He's over there. I think he can sit at any of the seats or. It's going off on its own. I don't know what's happening. Just jumping off. No, I'll just have to get it on the zoom. Okay, because we didn't see the red light before. So. And now right. it's, it's, if it goes off, that means it's there. It is. Okay. Before public input. Just a couple of rules before I start the meeting. I'm going to limit public input. If anybody would like to speak for three minutes, as we do as our council meetings. Uh, the other thing I'd like to say is please shut off your cell phones. Put them on vibrate, not to upset the, the procedures. Uh, when you come up to the mic, please give your name and address. For the record, present also is Ward 9 School Company person, Mary Beth Pena Costello, Ward 3, Ward 3, Ms. Lopez, and School Superintendent, Mr. Martin, and our Honorable Mayor, Mr. John View. John View. John View. Uh, also from the school board, Lamont, Shumsky, Perret. Anybody else? Suzatella back there. Suzatella. Grace Scorfield. Let me see who else here. Suzatella. I got him. Anybody else I missed? Keith Sullivan. Uh, Chief of Staff is Michael Pease is here. Keith Sullivan, Keith Sullivan assistant. Uh, assistant uh, uh, Keith Sullivan, director of maintenance. Assistant director. Assistant director. Scott Chaplin is not here. Right. Yeah. All right. What we're here for is to discuss the purchase of Memorial Drive Mass Mutual Building. I'm going to allow public input after Mr. Morin gives us our what he thinks about the purchase of this. Mr. Morton, may you come up to the microphone? In this, with the microphone or sit They're working these microphones there you can use. These are work. Yeah, yeah. you want to sit down, Chip. Can I have Mr. Sullivan come up? Sure. Sure. No, we can move over there. No, no,
Just for the record, make sure you give your name and address, please. Uh, Alvin Morton, Rio um, Kramer Road, Pennsylvania. Um, I, I don't know if there's any questions. We can't get an overview with the education and subcommittee. But I guess I can start with the fact that there's probably some misinformation out there about the whole purchase. And I guess to clear that up, I'll just say that if city council um, chooses to go forward, and there's still another hurdle to go through, which is the Department of Education. And if the Department of Education um, shoots it down for whatever reason, you know, like our plans, then it's, that's the end of it. There is no burden on the taxpayers. So I just want to make that perfectly clear that even if you approve, we go forward and Desi and put down, there's nothing left for us to move forward with. So that is another big hurdle. Please move forward tonight. We still have to go over the hurdle test. Um, the purchase and we put in the PowerPoint. I think you all have it. We put a package we sent to all um, city council members about what this would do for the city public schools. We're currently at 134 Long Circle, which is not on a public uh, bus route. A lot of parents uh, cannot do not have access to 134 Long Circle. This is going to be on a bus route for families. And as we see, we get more and more students and families in the district that need to utilize public transportation. Um, one side of the city is in the house for uh, immigrants and refugees. Uh, we have more and more from Afghanistan, more from Ukraine, so more and more services are needed. So just a piggyback on that particular piece. Uh, since remote learning, we needed more and more services for our students. Um, so that's one big piece of our elementary more because we're adding Services for families, we're trying to do wraparound services, which basically means we're trying to provide support for students throughout the day, whether that's academic, social, emotional, behavioral. So these wraparound services will be provided in a bigger environment. We're currently right now at Dumont Circle, just 21,000 square feet. We're going to get 180 Broadway, which is great in our own district. So I think 23,000 square feet. This will be 78,000 square feet. We're talking about this will be the administration side. And then there will be a community meeting side, which is the hotel side we we're looking at. I think you all have pictures of what they will be converted to in offices, because some of you all visited the actual building. I think that council and figure out he did, that uh, here did, Krampus, and um, I think this Costello did also do, and I think I missed somebody else, which is three, they also did. So you visited and see how they were, what one room looked like as a hotel room, what another room looked like as office space. Um, and then we talked about the services, ECF would be in that particular situation. We also would offer uh, River Valley Counseling after school. Police Department would have an office there for SRO. Um, we also be looking to bring over telecom IT department along with community.
survey for the record we're currently in right now. We're also looking to add a community facilitator that we speak. This will be coming on board this spring along with an interpreter, and we're completely out of space as we speak at New All Circle. And also some other services we're trying to provide. We've been providing hygiene products, clothes, backpacks, school supplies for families, and we're running out of space to house those particular things for families that can actually the mold out too. So the push is to make sure that we have um, this one-time money in order to have a long-time, long-term impact. If we do not have a particular building at this point, we'll continue to perpetually have to rent and we're going to be working long circle or we can find another space within the city of Tickets. Um, we put out an RFP. Obviously, people can argue the RFP was built for it's going to revive, but we're going to go into the game four. So this will have to be built into the budget after um, the testimony runs out of the table for September 2024. Uh, that is just a basic overview of where we're coming from. Are there any specific questions that we can answer? Thank you, Mr. Morton. Uh, just for the record, Mr. Andrew Burns on Zoom also. And the, the specific order right now is ordered that City Council consider the school committee October 19th request to purchase property located at 350 Memorial Drive for school administration office. Does your assistant want to say anything about this also? No, I just think if we have any specific questions about cost, utilities, and things, um, what I would like to add to if I don't open my folder is some of the things that people were talking about what we do with this money or if we just don't get the actual building or what we don't want to actually um, provide services to children in this particular piece. Just to highlight some of the things that we've done or we are currently going in the process in order to start with this piece up also. But as I said before, we're hired, we hired a director of instruction technology um, with the SMI Special Education Coordinators too. Social workers, we bring on three social workers now, which is on elementary level. We already have social workers on a middle school and high school level. We're adding um, two more BPs at both high schools. Um, we're adding three behaviorists because of the issues that are slow, you know, without social models or the, uh, the behaviors within the school. We're adding three more BCBAs, um, board certified behavior analysts, an instructional coach for SPED, an instructional math coach to keep out with the turnaround school. We've had 33 new teachers, 32 new parents, the typical four family engagement coordinator. We're adding an interpreter to the second um, largest population is black, you know, fantasy population. We've purchased a new curriculum, Amplify for ELA, for K-Pop, Amplify Science, which is six days. We purchased a social emotional curriculum, which is pre-K as well. Um, we're purchasing another curriculum, math, 6 to 12 next year, for next year, and a pre-paid curriculum for next year also. And we've increased our partnerships with Westfield Air Force Base, which we offer preschool to their actual, uh, their families over there. Partnership with the brothers and big sisters. Um, we just increased the partnership with Portland Chester for our students that should be high school and should be academy. Um, we have a caseworker Valley Opportunity uh, Council for our homeless families and foster care families. And we have an after-school program, um, tutoring and counseling on Mondays and Wednesdays. And we're part of the Disruptive Equity Education Project, which is deep for our equity, equity program. And we made preschool free. We're looking to expand again this year also coming up. We're expanding to another school, Bowie Elementary School. 
but we have pre-pay, we have put pre-k at Belcher Elementary School and Fairview Elementary School. Just thank you, Master. Uh, we increased the substitute program, we got ready Kelly services. Uh, we have Remind app with another notification system, emergency management, management communication system that goes out to families and goes out to native language. Um, we have a frontier management system. We bought 1,500 Chromebooks. We have bought 106 white and light boards. And we have electronic, uh, made electronic, a lot of our forms that used to be paper copies. Nothing which is other than to teach about some of the projects we're currently working on that we're going through the schools. And one of the things I can talk about, we're changing locks um, where we can actually indoors where we have a one to two key system. So like we have like instance at TV High School we had last Tuesday, it's uh this one key they always all the doors when they go into the knock box. Um, we're also changing carpets, rugs, uh HVAC has been ACs in our school. Um, we are pretty much we'll well Barry will be the last school we could have buried MSBA, so we prepared last on that list. But most of our schools will be completely finished. We'll have at least 50 to 75 percent of each in all of our schools. Um, if you want to add some further projects. Minor stuff that we always do painting over the summer. We got a lot of crews mentioned carpeting. We'll be getting done. Um, a lot of BCC tiles, carpets will be getting removed also in different areas. Um, a lot of cameras, yeah. doors, outside doors that have been weathered and rusted out. So those will be getting, a lot of those will be getting replaced over the summer. A lot of little stuff that we always do during the summertime. And that is a bigger piece of we are resurfacing to the high school track. We're putting a logo into the field. Um, we're also looking to possibly track. Also, too, we're adding the lights to the Tickety High School. We're managing that particular project. And all about routine is the building. So far, we keep Bowie's complete, Seltzer, um, Tickety Academy's complete, Bowie's complete, Lambert's complete, Bellamy's complete. Driver is doing right now, they're doing it right now, and it goes to completed. We're also going to be tweaking the components of our current lighting at Tickety Comprehensive High School. We're going to switch out the um, so lesson lights or PL lights to LED lights because that's what it needs to be tweaked on the Um LED stage curtains are outdated, so we're actually with stage curtains for the actual programs there. We're also tweaking the components that could be high school, auditorium also adding uh lamps and lights. Um this is the one we separate cameras and they're looking for a separate uh um switches for our cameras emergency management system. Yes. Switching over phone system two. The more of a voice program for TKP Academy, and we're also updating the high school's uh, academy um, phone system too. And we just know completely finished the system system for people can scan the out of the building to the high school and the top. And we're looking at the academic school. And we're also looking to um, add, we're adding more uh, stock clock. Uh, and scoreboards at Bellamy, uh, Bellamy Middle School, along with last backboards, because the high school does do that particular gym also, too, and it's really you. We're adding another scoreboard, a some scoreboard, it could be comp. So, a lot of these things we're talking about, the things could be used for the purpose of the community and working on, and things that you can have money, we're in the process of doing right now. So, this would not interfere with what we're looking for, the goals, and we could go over the process of doing that.
Thank you, Mr. Martin. Now that I'll open it up to the public. Anybody interested in speaking? You have three minutes. Name your name and address. Information, but I've been saying from the beginning, um, you know, let's just understand about the funds. And I listened to a lot of the presentations from the beginning, and it was kind of, I, I think it wasn't clear. Maybe everybody didn't realize that it wasn't clear, but it was not clear that the ESSER funds have not already been approved to purchase Reception Memorial Drive. So I'm glad Mr. Martin made that clear this evening because that's the point I was trying to make for a long time is that, you know, if the city is going to do this, let's be transparent about the decisions that we're making and understand that, you know, the, the school department may want this. Um, there's ESSER funds that are available, but the ESSER funds have not been approved by DESE for this use. So as he said, the, the city council can say no, Jesse can say no, and then it's, well, do you still want to know it? Um, so that's one thing. On the building side, I know that it's maintained, um, but we haven't really heard dollars and cents on how much it's going to cost to, for the utilities for the building. Um, I know at some meetings it's been said that they don't expect a lot of construction costs to outfit the hotel side of the building. And I just hope you take into consideration that this is a building that has really not been used for many years. It's been maintained, the services have been kept up, but that is basically a vacant building. So when you start to use it 100%, you may find that there are a lot of issues there. And that's the reality. You know, that, that's what happens with vacant buildings. Even though you maintain them, there could be things there. So it looks good, you don't know. Because that was a big concern for COVID for office buildings and stuff that weren't used because there are issues with the water systems after, there's air quality issues that occur after, and there have been a lot of studies done, I've looked at a lot of them, not related to 350 Memorial Drive, but related to um, bringing other buildings online. So those are the things that I hope you take into consideration when you make this vote. Not whether I'm for or against 350 Memorial Drive, but that you weigh everything into this and question all of the data that's coming in. And the other thing is that since this has occurred, the charter school on Springfield Street has closed. Um, so like is that now um, a building that may be available to you? Um, that's, a, that's, that's an even newer building that was renovated um, on Springfield Street, the old Assumption School, the old Holy Catholic School, and now the old the old charter school at the end of the year. So, thank you. Thank you. Anybody else for public input? Name, address? And for uh, 54 Mondale Avenue. Um, there was just mention of the 134 Springfield Street, 
and I did call the um, the diocese uh, today to find out uh, the availability of that building and whether it was on for sale or if it could be rented and what the square footage was. And I did talk to the uh, manager in the finance department, Mr. Ford. He did not have all the information, but took my name and phone number to pass it along to Colbrick, who's the realtor that's working with that building. He did say, Mr. Ford did say that the building uh, had been renovated, which I knew of because of Holyoke Catholic being in there, but it's also been renovated with the charter school that went in. So that may be something to consider. Um, it's you know wonderful location. There's uh, the access to the families that live going to both school on Hamden Street. There's access to families living on uh, Chicopee and Meadow Street who might be attending Sedanic School. There's bus routes that kind of converge at the um, Center. Uh, there's a lot of parking in the area. Um, there's, we have a good relationship because we have interns who are at the Polish National Credit Union and their bank is closed on the bottom of, um, I think it's the bottom of the hill in Chicopee um, Center, so they might allow the um, employees to use that parking lot. Um, and there's many other parking spots around the city, and it's, it's good walking for any one of us who might be employed and working in um, 134 Springfield Street if it ends up being something that we might be um, considering. So just a, another thought to put in our mind. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else for public input? Yeah, stay there. You can stay right there if the mic is working. So, I'm Sam from Steve, I'm Jerry, guys. I just wanted to, I mean, as far as I can, I can read the whole thing to this unit in regards to why I know um, my main concern was the intended use of extra money. And with the work cities across the nation, we're creating programs where the original intent, purchasing real estate was not its intended goal. Extra funds were designed to help better our schools and provide students with better learning opportunities, which, which could be lost should those money be redirected to purchase of the complex. Extra funds were also created to help alleviate the burden of increasing taxes on residents of Secondly, I do not feel like the solid plan is in place to utilize the 99,000 square feet of space available. There haven't been any discussions regarding the movement of any departments that could possibly be there. Um, there also hasn't been any discussions of procurements and RFPs regarding the possibly private companies through potential municipal buildings. If acquired, this would be a municipal building with mixed purpose school admin, school education, city municipal use private business and potential state use. Who would be in charge of this? Would, would it be schools, the city, private accounting, and state use? Who would be in charge of the OHI? These are examples of some of my questions. These does not comply with them, and I just want to thank and I want to acknowledge my colleagues' hard work, education, and commitment to being of the city and schools and the constituents. The work they do is genuine and not the overall. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody? Ms. Solomoth? Go ahead. Solomoth on 164 on Meadow Street. I'm not going to rehash everything that Mr. Morton said, but there's one very important part that kind of gets glossed over. Esther is going to have to, we're going to have to get permission. If we don't get permission, then it's a loose point. But if we don't get permission, we're going to stay at 134 Dulon, at least until some other area can be found. The rent after September 24 is not going to be coming out of the school budget. It's going to be coming out of the city budget because we can't use school funds to pay rent. That's 
going to be up over three hundred thousand dollars by that point. I just want to make sure everybody's aware of that too. And as far as the uh, school loans up the hill here, the old assumption, I'm not opposed to it, but there is no parking there. Not enough to satisfy the building. Thank you. Anybody else for public input? The mayor, you have some more. I was actually going to wait until the end. Anybody else for public input? All right, second time, Ms. Pratt. It was just a question, actually, because I know on the agenda um, there was a statement about there being an appraisal of the property, and I know it says appraisal, and there is an appraisal here. I just am wondering who did the appraisal, and my understanding was that it was going to be an independent appraisal of the property and not the realtor for the property. Getting the appraisal. I don't know. That's the assessment I'll give you This is the assessment value? Right. That's what it has, right? There's an appraisal of the property. I think it was mentioned at the education subcommittee as well as prior to the meeting that an independent appraisal of the building was supposed to be remember correctly from the meeting. You made a comment. You have a floor, so I okay, let her finish up. It was an it was independent appraisal of the building. We did not go that far because we've not gotten approval from city council, nor we got approval from Desi. So we go to the appraisal. I mean, we'd be going way ahead of ourselves with that particular issue. Like a ten thousand dollar cost even to get that done. So we're going to spend ten thousand dollars on city council have not approved anything, definitely approved me. To me, that's to me that's not just uh, fiduciary, not fiscally responsible to do something. Mm -hmm. I'll set Ms. Perrette. Yes, thank you. Okay. Mr. Mayor? Yes, sure. Thank you, Vice President Zidorowski. I actually haven't really spoken publicly too much about 350 Memorial Drive and for a reason. But there were some things that I was concerned with. And some of those things had to be answered by uh, Superintendent Warren and also by facilities team, I'll say, or the uh, school department committee. But one of the things I really recommend, highly recommend, Services. Uh, Agnes, uh, Agnes, 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 Agnes. Agnes. It's also 
security and traffic. And I have a major concern with a two-lane east and west with a guardrail of uh, attracting pedestrians, like I had said. And so that's one thing that's just resonating with me as I think about pedestrian safety. But uh, the other thing I wanted to ask, if I could, through the chairs, has any consideration to using our asset funds? I know we're talking about air conditioning of the buildings, and I think you went through a list of them, and we're about 50 to 75 percent there. But how about enhancing air quality? I know that that's one of the things I think that asset funds are dedicated for is making sure that we are providing those safe, safe comfortable learning environments. And, and if COVID has taught me anything, it's that. Property, but I can tell you uh, 
I, and I would, again, I won't, I won't try to predict what could happen, but there's a potential if we needed to, we wouldn't be displaced or we wouldn't have an office building. If we were to start negotiating for a longer term, but also sending out an RFP, and again, in your first year of your lease, it just doesn't seem appropriate to send one out. You just inked the contract, uh, in my opinion, as mayor. And so we're committed to that space for five years. I don't believe there's an out clause um, that I'm aware of. Next, I do believe there are potential locations that are um, so things that we should consider. I am not an expert on acquiring real estate as a municipality and as mayor, but I'll just tell you that I am aware of how to do that right away. Um, I'm not sure if I can negotiate with potential business owners. RFPs have to go out. I don't want to paint any potential locations, so therefore I won't disclose any this evening. But there are what I believe underutilized properties in the city that would ideally host the school district admin building. Um, I can feel comfortable in saying that and knowing that there's security and the fact that we have three years left in our lease. Worst case scenario is we have to up our lease for another five years. Um, that's why I'm keeping a very open mind. I want to see the city council thought moving forward. And please understand that uh, I, I believe in democracy. If the city council thinks that this is in our best interest, uh, you answer to the people just as much as I do. When I talk to the general public, most think that that's an, I'll say, an over-improvement for what our needs are. And that is concerning to me, ideally, and I'll just be blunt to everyone, the public, and I know the media's here. I would love to see the school district potentially relocate downtown. That would bring approximately 50 to 70 employees, maybe some wraparound services, uh, and that's what I believe this downtown needs. Bring in progress. Moves to our center. And Ideally, I think uh, there are some potential locations, but again, I, I don't feel comfortable disclosing things that I think would be a nice fit until I do a little more homework and, uh, in, on that regard. So, that means that National Conference Center is absolutely a beautiful space. It would make, uh, and I shouldn't say this word, but I'm convinced of that. And it would ideally be wonderful to have this extra space, roughly, uh, and please, if I'm wrong, 50,000 square feet of hotel space and about 30,000 uh, with commercial space, uh, I'm sorry, uh, office space that we would be able to retrofit pretty handily to get in there for roughly, uh, I think it was uh, 83,000. 83, and that would get the offices in there. Um, Hey, there's, there's some big projects in the horizon, so knowing that we wouldn't have to pay for that uh, with debt service or, I'll say, our free cash isn't a bad deal either. So please understand that this is really an opportunity of a lifetime. This never will happen again, in my opinion, and let's pray it doesn't, but when the school district has enough money to say, hey, we're going to buy the building. Usually they'd be coming to the mayor saying, hey, we need funds because we want to buy something. And, uh, and I can tell you one thing is uh, I'm excited about Barry. 
but I'm not as excited about this. And again, this is not an easy decision. So I'm really keeping an open mind. I know the city council has a tough decision to make, but I would ideally, it's all up to Desi and, and uh, how you use those extra funds. And I certainly wouldn't want to burden the taxpayers with the acquisition price of this property uh, at this particular time, because I think that there could possibly be something that I think is a better fit. Um, but again, location, you were a premier location on Memorial Drive. That's no secret. It's one of our best. Um, it's a pretty large parcel. There's um, it's a high profile location. It's right after a light. I get nervous about, uh, like, like I said, pedestrian traffic. And I see potentially people walking from the falls down the sidewalk and hopefully staying on the right side. But I hate to see people jump in guardrails and it makes me nervous. I, I just be blunt and honest with everyone here. So that's really my thoughts. I, I could probably keep going and talking about a few other things. I had a couple other notes. Uh, I wanted to know what year of the lease we're in. If that's an okay question, pass through. Uh, Vice Chair. Yes, that's Vice fine. I'm in year two. We're in year two. With after funds, so as Mr. Lamont pointed out, we said earlier um, that after we'll pay for the next two years, this year and next year, then it's going to be out of the budget. Yeah. And just add to what you're saying, I'm not opposed to anything what you're saying. I don't have a dog in this fight. But what I'm saying to you though is the one time lifetime, we wait and re up. That extra money is not going to be there anymore. The extra money is gone. So then if we try to find a new building, that's going to be a taxpayer burden. It's not a taxpayer right now. One time money will last an impact you have ability. So whatever the city council, whatever the city council, that's that's fine. I you know this is not mine to push and go forward. I think there is a need for the building because we are growing, because services are expanding. We're having more and more needs within our schools for our kids and our families that are expanding. And as you said before, at least was fine in the first year. Within the first year, we didn't realize when kids were coming back from remote, what type of services we're gonna need. So obviously that 20,000 square foot at that time seemed to be the best fit. We're coming, we actually went to a smaller space from Broadway to Duong. So we needed more space, but we, that's only building we could find because of the air quality, but we're growing and expanding, we're adding the family engagement coordinators, interpreting services as we speak services, we're growing and more families coming into need. So it, I understand your your point of saying that we found it in the first year, but we didn't realize the need to be constantly growing on a year to basis or a month to month basis, we're growing, we're going to be out of that particular piece. And also, we can create spaces in buildings with the space over at the Tripleman Drive because space is a premium in the schools that we speak right now. So that will alleviate some of the problems we have within our building for space, too. So, whatever the city council decides, that's what they decide. But I just want to make sure that this money is only going to be here and available until 2024. And the question of the day is if I'll say the city council votes no, and I have to ask this, and, or, I won't say and, or, Desi says no, do we have a plan B? And I don't think I'll ever get to say things like this in my lifetime, to spend that $8.3 million is, is the question. Yes, we will continue to do an expedite what we continue to do right now, we have on the table, is it was a question asked if this doesn't go through, or we just 8.3, we will spend 8.3, on the services we talk about is this expedite those services because we know there is a time, a term limit, and the time expiration on this month. Yeah, and it just for the record is the same course of our response. So 
you know, we've been told that we need to spend our money. We want to hold off on certain things and wait. Uh, I'll pay for infrastructure a lot of money. We're not here to talk about that tonight. Uh, thank you for that. And, and that, I think, is really the important question of the day. I don't want to turn away $8.3 million uh, when we have an opportunity to really enhance what we're trying to do as a school district. So, again, yeah, I'll talk our districts. Please understand, superintendent, and, and, and uh, Thank you for being here. We have a great district, we have great buildings, and, and I think there is going to be a phenomenal addition. And I'm excited about that project, but that will be some burden on our taxpayers at 20% or probably even 30, depending on how uh, SBA plays that out. So, again, those things are important to mention because they're all related to our taxpayers. And please understand this unique situation that, uh, and I don't even believe that you need my approval because there's no funding coming from the city. This funding is coming directly from the school district. So it's a very unique situation, one of probably a lifetime. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Anybody else for public input? I'll give it a second chance. Three minutes again. Name and address again. <coughs> Again, I just wanted to um, offer one more thing for you guys to consider as far as the vote. Um, I've worked in education all my life, and every school building that I've been in, we've always run out of space with all these people in um, closets, hallways, that, and I just found I was so excited when I toured the building because one of, um, in addition to all the many um, functions that Mr. Morton has already mentioned, one of the things, two of the things that I wanted you to consider was, number one, there's no place that I know of in the city where our youth can hang out as a community center. You know what I mean? And I, I saw the potential for that where it wasn't too to be high and it wasn't too to be calm. It was a neutral territory for some place for us. I used to hang out and I thought I was excited about that. And then, um, as they go through the more weekly, um, I'm excited that every child that we educate, you know, we educate to the best of our ability, and, and I see hundreds of thousands of dollars going out to um, programs that help educate um, some of our students with special needs and that go out of district. And I just thought another possibility um, was with the space available at um, 350 Memorial Drive, there could be the potential of having one of those programs emulated in Chicopee, and instead of spending spending hundreds of thousands of dollars out of district, we could um, hopefully, you know, create a program there and maybe bring hundreds of thousands into the city. So just two things to consider that I want to thank you. Thank you, Ms. Schofield. This is the end of the 34 Everett Street. Um, one other thing, because the extra funds keep being brought up. Uh, just thinking about it analytically, I know schools and wanting to take care of our children and provide services and doing the best for them is a very emotional uh, thing. I think it's emotional for everybody because we all do want the best thing. But you have to put your emotions aside when you're thinking about this and you have to think about it analytically because it is dollars and cents 
And uh, but another little caveat about the ESSER funds are, as we're talking about these wraparound services, I think you have to be careful. And I'm not a lawyer. That would be, you know, Counselor Garvey or somebody else who would have to look at that. Because buried in the ESSER funds, it does talk about um, that the buildings have to be used for what they're approved for if they actually approve an appropriation like that. And if they're not, you know, there's a disclaimer in there that you probably have to pay the money back, I believe is what it says. So that's just, you, you know, so I mean, analytically, I, I, I just don't think this can be a visceral decision. I'm not saying not to make the decision. I'm saying make an informed decision. That, that, that's been my bugaboo from the beginning is to really not, I know you have to move quickly because of the, the timeline, but not so quick that you're not paying attention to dotting the I's and crossing the T's because there's a lot more into that. So I just wanted to toss that in there. But I do like the man's idea of downtown Chicopee because that would be really very um, convenient for people who are using public transit and would be safer and would be a revitalization of the downtown, which is a win-win for everybody. But that's just me. Thank you. I just want to ask Shane. Mr. Mayor. I don't want to keep it here on that, but I have a couple more thoughts. And one is this is, uh, you know, the school district needs 30,000 square feet. The building has 50,000 square feet of what I'll call from what I saw. Again, I'm not an evaluator of hotel space, but great day, hotel space. It was pretty incredible space. So I was converted, obviously, from the old Charles River Hospital. Those bedrooms were converted into beautiful hotel rooms. Um, okay. The question I have is, uh, you know, we need 30,000. Can we? And we're talking about wraparound services, and I picture entities that, and I'll just throw a couple that I know of in Chicago: uh, Community Center, Boys and Girls Club, VOC, DHN. Uh, the Center for Human Development, just to think of a few uh, that come to mind. Can we lease space? Are we in that business of leasing space? Are we going to give this space away for free? Um, again, we're going to pay even cool and maintain 50,000 square feet. That potentially is for wraparound service and future growth. Uh, our district is shrinking. That's no secret. And the trend is there. Please, anyone correct me if I'm wrong. Where we were talking about doing school choice in elementary school for the first time, I'm not sure if we did it this year, but we were talking about doing it right for 75 students. We did do school choice. We, did. we didn't do it for second year. We did for the first time in like 15 years. In 15 years. Not because of safety issues, but because of other issues. The, the functionality behavioral of kids that we didn't want to get new kids into. Back to school. Obviously, we'll do school choice for secondary school this year also, too. So, I mean, it'll be school choice from um, obviously from kindergarten to 12th grade. And I, maybe this would be ideal satellite uh, classroom space. I, I don't have those answers, and it's not in my purview. <coughs> but those are things I think about, and I want to share them again, keeping an open mind. And, and I'll leave it up to the city council. So that's really all I want to share. Thank you. Before I close out, go ahead, Mr. Morton. So can I respond to a couple of things? So the, the thing, I, I think we are, obviously, to think the population is two-year-old and it's 
procedures. Um, NASDAQ did a actual study. We're supposed to move 500 students. We actually gained 200, 200 students. So that actual study was incorrect. We are going to gain students again because the charter school was closed, as you mentioned before. Um, we previously looked at that building um, before we were at Monday Broadway. It doesn't have enough parking for us. It doesn't provide parking for what we need in that particular building. So we already looked at that before we even looked at any other building in emergency facility at Monday Broadway. Um, yes, we're expanding, not that we will expand in the future, we're expanding as we speak now. So one of the programs Ms. Coke will talk about is an 18 to 20 year old program for our special ed kids. It is currently located in elementary school. That program will be a perfect space for them to go over to do more jobs and get skills and life skill services within that particular building because it does have a cafeteria that will be work with the school services department which is currently located at 134 Long Circle. So that would save us some money for sending kids to Goodwill and other places too. So that would save a lot of money for the district. As um, in community service and community programs, we would actually have these programs for people to leave office space in that particular building. And if somebody said about paying back the money, well, obviously if we move forward to the school of the city council to move the storage to a desk, we would write the actual plan and include community programs and wraparound services. So we would not be going out outside of the parameters what we're putting forward within our particular proposal desk. So all those bases will be covered. We're not the first to do this. Uh, you know, Fort Springfield Public Schools moving to their current office. They have wraparound services, always have wraparound services. Bigger districts, Boston, Worcester, this is not a new phenomenon. We're the second largest school district in Western Mass. So this is something that we're coming towards in this particular piece. This needs each and every day for students and families that we're trying to provide those services. Unfortunately or fortunately, we're the anchor of the community schools are. We're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner pretty much, and all types of other services that schools were not providing in the past. So we're trying to make sure we're equipped on a daily basis to provide those new services for students and families. So that's all we're looking to do. It's the rule of whatever the city council wants to do, but this is something that we're not trying to say eventually we'll fill. We will fill it as we speak right now. So it's not something that we're building towards. We have ideas, we have a program, we have a plan. All the services we currently offer at 134 Long Circle will go with us, along with other programs, as Ms. Cofield alluded to, that we would take out of other schools because space is premium in schools that we can offer more services under one roof. We can collaborate and coordinate with all the services under one particular roof to be more efficient in providing the services needed for students. Well said. Before I close out public input, anybody else have any questions or comments? I make a motion. Make a motion. Motion, mo motion to close public input. Motion to close public input. Seconded. Roll call, please. Yes. 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 Motion passes. We're going to open up to the committee right here, the financial committee right here. Question. Let's go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Question, Jim. Start first. Yeah, uh, I, I have thought that this money was given to us for to improve the education of, of the schools. We our reading scores are not as high as they should be. Our math scores aren't as high as they should be, and and that that's the typical thing that happened because of the COVID. Uh, you know, the kids were at home; they didn't get the same attention they get when they're in school. And I thought that most of this money was to 
to have for, for tutoring and reading and math and trying to bring those the kids up to grade level where they belong. Uh, I, I I have a hard time figuring out buying a big building or doing things of that nature uh, and adding all these new programs when we really only have our current programs, in my opinion, up to snuff is where they should be to begin with. It's all done. So exactly. I yeah, am not in favor of buying that property. It's huge. It's uh, uh, We don't have any idea how much more it's going to cost us to really run it and, and have cut proper custodial work and all the rest of it and maintenance, uh, it's not going to look like a Taj Mahal forever. And I, I just think we, we've, we've got to do more with, I have no problem with the air conditioning. I think that's something that makes sense. But I think we maybe should be focusing on afternoon programs and maybe a Saturday program for in math and English and reading so that those kids who are behind in grade level have an opportunity to catch up. Uh, I'm not a big fan of putting it into something that that we don't really need at this time. And I don't think the money was given to us, again, for that reason. It was given to us because of the gap that was created, not only in Chicopee, but across the country with with the COVID, because a lot of kids didn't have, didn't go to school. They didn't, they, they didn't use their <laughs> books properly. Uh, they, they used it for for games and for fun and games and other things, and they fell behind. And I thought that was what this money was for. And uh, buying buildings and other issues, I don't think is what it was for to begin with. So that's where I'm coming from. I really believe that we should be doing more tutoring, maybe have a Saturday school, uh, half a day on Saturday for those kids who truly want to catch up and, and really be where they should be. Obviously, we got to pay the teachers more. I understand that, but that's to me is the basic need for this money or use of this money uh, is to improve their education and help them to catch up to what, what they where they should be because of the, of the COVID and the lack of real teaching. It's not the same as going to school and being with a teacher. So uh, I, I think that's where some of that, a lot of that money should go. Uh, I, I'm not in favor at this time of buying a building. Uh, with that money. I don't think that was the intent of it. Three minutes. Yeah. We have a new opportunity. I don't know what the status is going to be of the, of the former. Well, it's changed hands several times. It was a Catholic high school at one time. And uh, now we left it. It was a charter school. And now it's vague, now it's up for, for use again. I think we ought to explore that to see what we can get for that uh, and use that. Uh, now, there's a little traffic problem, but we lived with it when it was a high school, and, uh, and, and we managed it pretty well. Uh, we've had to put up some new signs and make sure that you know parking was where it should be and that kind of thing. But it, it, it worked well. I mean, uh, we needed we put up a police officer once in a while up at the school when we were getting out of the school at night or in the afternoon rather, and, and it worked fine. You know, it's no different than seeing them come down the street and from uh, uh, the high school or the, the new middle school we have over here now, which was the former high school. Uh, you know, so I just feel as though that's where the money should go, to help improve education and, 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 and actually put people to, to have the opportunity to go to school on a half a day on a Saturday if they want to do it, or an extra half hour or an hour after school if they want to do it. Uh, 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 and you know you got to pay for the extra busing. I understand that, 
But I really believe that's what the money was intended to be for. And, and, and I'm not talking only about Chicopee. Across the country, we've got a, a gap in the scores because of the fact that a lot of kids didn't use their Chromebooks properly or they use it for other things to have fun with it, games and so forth, and, and they fell behind. So um, I think that's where we should be coming from. I mean, uh, nothing like a, a tutoring after school if they want to come. If they don't want to come, well, you know, you can only lead a horse to water, you can't make them drink. But give them the opportunity, either Saturday morning or, or uh, after school, but concentrate on education. I think that's what the money was for. So that the kids would get one on get the instruction they need to, to make up for the time that they forced around with their Chromebook and didn't really concentrate on school and and, and, and they all fell behind. I'm not talking just about Chicopee. They fell behind across the whole country. And the only way the only way you can catch up is put your nose to the grindstone and work at the, the actual academic end of it. And then uh, if we need new, new new books or new programs, they keep changing them so that the publishers can get rich. You know, so maybe we need maybe we need some updated books or stuff of that nature. Because I know that in some of the high schools and uh, are are way the books are way behind. Yeah, they are not very current, particularly in history. So again, uh, that's where I'm coming from. Uh, uh, I think uh, more time on task will get the kids up where they belong and help them to get into college or into a trade or whatever they want to do after they graduate from high school. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. Thank you. Here we go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I agree with uh, Councilor Tilton on that. Also, and uh, myself and uh, Councilor uh, Zigorowski uh, toured the building uh, for about two hours one day with uh, the assistant superintendent and the uh, director of maintenance and the real the realtor, I was impressed. You know, we walked through there and everything was uh, well kept. Uh, it didn't look like that building had been used at all. But I was impressed for it as a hotel. I left there and I still could not see it being used as an office building. I, you know, uh, I just couldn't picture it. Uh, I, I walked in when I first walked in and I looked up and you look up four floors and there's windows up there and first thing i said when i walked in the door who's going to clean the windows and um it, it was just i was impressed with the building i was impressed with the layout but i can't see it as an office building i i can see it as a hotel and I, i'm surprised that somebody hasn't come in and uh offered money uh to put something there uh like a hotel or something you know i maybe the price is too high uh uh, but that's where I'm coming from, and, and you know I realize that the ESSER funds uh, were for the children, and um, you know is this for the children in the long run? I'm sure it will be. You know, can everything jive in one big building like that? Uh, everybody, you know, going every which way. I I just couldn't picture it uh, on that day, and uh, that's all I have to say on that. Gary, yeah, I have a question Gary. for for Keith. Keith, how much how much uh, more money would we need uh, to get the building on Memorial Drive up to snuff to so the school department could move in? It would be about eighty three thousand. That would you know where you're getting that estimate. So <coughs> a lot of them were electrical. Internet drops. 
partitions those um, that we came up with. And that, that would cover it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only question I have. That's you. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Balakir. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, this is uh this is an interesting subject. Uh, I also did take the tour uh with the uh, uh superintendent or assistant superintendent and uh I, I was intrigued with the facility and um being an old banker and uh taking a look at it, uh sometimes you, you have to think outside the box, but again, depending if we could get the funds, that's that's the key here with ESSER. And originally, what the funds for ESSER are intended, uh, I think uh, Mr. Tillerson was very eloquent, and uh, Gary as well, with some of the things that they talked about with education and use of funds. I'm also interested and intrigued with the possibility that was mentioned by several people about the old Assumption School, which is a charter school now, and uh, taking a look at the size of that building, if we're looking at it strictly for administration, of course, the question would be, what is the estimated value? What's the cost? And again, getting back to a potential appraisal with Memorial Drive. So these are some of the numbers, just with my background, that I'm intrigued with, but ultimately, highest and best use of the site. Uh, that, that's an old appraiser's term, and, and I know that the mayor is familiar with that. And uh, this is a Memorial Drive is a large building. I know that there's possibilities with it. Again, there's an old cliche: build it and they will come, buy it and potentially they will come. But I'm also troubled by its location and that, as the mayor alluded to, about potential people blocking up Memorial Drive in light of the fact of uh, the situation that we've had with uh, fatalities in the city. Um, I, I think it's an intriguing possibility, but I think taking a look at education, ESSER monies, basically, I, I think they could be better used with other programs in the city. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with this proposal tonight. Thank you. Okay. On Zoom, Shane Brooks, do you have any questions? Any questions, more of a commentary with respect to, you know, the potential of relocating the offices to the downtown. Certainly it's something that intrigues me only because that represents a large portion of the district that I represent. So, you know, while the Mass Mutual building may allow for additional expansion of services and opportunities for kids to be on site and get additional support. The idea of something being in the downtown and driving that many people to the downtown is something that is, you know, very appealing to me. So I'm not fully in support of purchasing the Mass Mutual building. I'm not closing the door on it completely, but, you know, I'm, I'm certainly excited about the potential for the downtown to be a landing spot for the administrative building for the school department. So I'm willing to keep an open mind, but that's I'm leaning more towards supporting any downtown development that would help enhance the quality of life in the downtown in general. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Brooks. Uh, second time for any of the counselors here want to speak. Give them first. Oh, 
Oh, oh I'm sorry. Ms. Lopez. I just want to address a couple of things that were said today. Um, one of them being this argument of that potential building where it's all for social justice charter school is currently. Um, the state building in downtown Springfield has just as many private campuses as that building yeah. all over it. Um, and has, is probably five times the size of that building and has way more employees in that building than Paul Frick currently has. And so if they can figure it out and can walk from nearby parking spots to enter that building, then I would have the same expectation of adults working as a school department building. Um, there's a designation of an X, X amount of spots for folks who may have a handicap and are not able to walk. But aside from that, if you're able to walk, there's plenty of uh, parking in the downtown area. And in fact, uh, we have heard a lot from the Julia and a lot of the conversations that we've had about making downtown more of a walking district and having more uh, foot traffic downtown. So I, I would actually find it appealing for there to not be as many spots right on site so that folks are actually using the downtown and you know on their way in, buying coffee from a local coffee shop or buying a breakfast sandwich and supporting the small businesses, uh, picking something up on their way home. I mean, I, that is, is very appealing to me. Um, it's not enough on-site parking. It's, that's a commodity and not a necessity. So that would not be enough for me to say that on that basis alone, that building would not be suitable. There may be other reasons, but that was not a good enough one for me. Um, I also agree that this is not a youth or kids-focused improvement. Um, this is an improvement that really it enhances the employee experience of those working for the school department. But at, the, at its core, it just doesn't. It doesn't uh, feel like it's children's focus enough for me. Um, and I do agree with the other counselors when we talk about these funds are meant to be used to improve the student experience, not the employee experience of folks who for the school department. And even though that may have a ripple effect and improve the experience of the students um, somewhere down the line of that, of like the waterfall effect at the core, this isn't for the kids. Um, and the youth center idea, although um, an, an idea, that's a great idea, it, I, I don't think that this site is an appropriate site for a youth center, um, not just because of what the mayor has said in terms of pedestrian traffic, but in terms of location. If we look at where students live, when we look at other locations that may be more suited for a youth center, I know that the Boys and Girls Club right now is having conversations about uh, building a new youth center. They're about to launch a whole capital campaign. We want to break ground very quickly on this. By 2025, there should be a youth center. And that's an appropriate location for a youth center because we have so much housing right around it. It's in a neighborhood. People can walk to the location. This is not a good location for a youth center. So on the basis of a youth center, I can't justify uh, spending $8.3 million um, because this could be a youth center as well as offices. When we could spend much less than that, probably half of that, on a building that is suitable for the school department itself. And then that also opens up us being able to use the funds for what it's meant to, which is improving programming. And then if we need to use city funds to support the Boys and Girls Club for their youth center, if that's a priority for us, then yeah, we should do that. But I just, this on its face, given the information that we've been given, I, I, I'm also on the fence and I, I'm leaning more towards not, um, not approving this because it just it, it's not a justifiable expense for me for what these funds are meant to be used for. Thank you, Ms. Lopez. Ms. Costello. Thank you. Um, 
I think the mayor's idea to relocate the administration is wonderful because that's an idea that had a lot of support many years ago. Many years ago, Mayor Bissonnette wanted to relocate the administration building to the old library. So this is a a plan in regards to relocate the administration building downtown that Spang talked about for a long time. I can share with you there are many people that I've spoken with that like the idea of either purchasing the former charter school or do something with downtown. And this is the time to do it. Now as far as Esther funds, I'm a little bit familiar with Esther funds. I was on the school committee when we discussed Esther funds. And Mr. Tillotson is right. 20% of Esther funds will go to lost learning time. But there are other programs that the Esther funds can benefit the schools in recovery. This, the ESSER funds are for the recovery of the COVID-19 virus. So we can transition children from remote learning going back to the school and making sure that those schools, when they go back to them and they've been back to them already, are safe in regards to, like the mayor said, the ventilation, the air conditioning, teacher retention. That's another issue that the ESSER funds address. So at this point, I've been to the building. It's very impressive. But the other point of using this as a administration building is going to be off the tax roll. And that's going to, that's a big loss to the taxpayer. So I'm going to tell you right now, I researched this at lots of meetings. Um, and at this point, I'm not anything about doing the purchase of this building. Based on, there's no guarantee we're going to get the ESSER funds, because that's not what the ESSER funds were for. They were not passed to purchase buildings. They were passed for school safety and to address and social Second time. Thank you. Um, another point that what uh, Councillor Costello just brought up and that I have been thinking about as well, I think that the decision that's being made by the council is in some ways being minimized by saying, oh, well, it might not even pass through effort. But I don't think that's the point of this conversation. I think part of the point of this conversation is we, we may not as a body even want to get to that point. Because part of our decision making here, part of what our role here is, is to decide whether we would even want this, this kind of money to even ever be spent on this. And so, yes, you're right, Esther might say no. But the reality is that we do have the power to also say no if we choose to, and we have our reasons. So it's not a, well, let's just say yes to see what Esther says. If we believe fundamentally that this is not what the money should be spent on, but that is not a decision that should be minimized. Um, we should they part of that's what we believe because that is the whole point of having the council as a barrier. There's no reason for us to be going to after even asking for money if we don't believe that this is how the money should be spent. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, second time for any of the councils on this board. 
All set. All set. Oh, you guys. Fred Warner. Excuse me. Is Fred Warner. Oh, Fred's on. I didn't realize he's on there. Fred just joined, I think. Fred Krampitz. Any comments? No, I'm all set. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I think we've heard enough from the public, the mayor, and the school superintendent, and all the councilmen. I think I'll ask for a motion. Okay, I'm going to throw this motion out. Uh, the City of Chickabee uh, City Council hereby supports the purchase of the real property located at 350 Memorial Drive, Chickabee, Massachusetts, as previously approved by the City of Chickabee School Committee. So long as the source of the funds used to purchase this property are elementary and secondary school emergency relief funds, and the use of said funds for this purchase are properly authorized by all applicable state and federal agencies. Motion made and seconded. On the motion, any comments? Uh, I would you clarify what you want. What this is really the so a yes vote would approve it, a no vote would defeat it. Okay. okay. So defeat the purchase. A little extra rhetoric there. Right. A little bit. Join the club. Roll call. Roll call, please. No. 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 Ellison? No. Roy? No. Brooks? N no. That was that. Six notes. Motion's defeated. Motion defeated. Six. Six votes. Seven. Six to zero. Six. Just for clarity, Bob, this is only a recommendation to the full council, which will be forwarded on next. March 7th, 630. Full vote by the full council. Next council meeting. Just for clarity, I'm going to ask you to vote for People can change their change their mind at the council. Yeah, got to get a final vote. Yes, can. Yeah, we do. We're going to place that up. But, but you're going to be able to recognize his writing. See, my writing, you wouldn't be able to recognize. <laughs> this is the next thing. Six. Six to zero. No. We have one more item on the agenda for the council. Uh, there was an order issued, uh, be it ordered the school committee's request that the city of Chickabee purchase the real property located at 350 Memorial Drive, Chickabee Mass. This was a school, uh, 
and the purpose is to be sent to the Education Committee also. This is sort of null and void because we've made the adjustments with this first order. Motion to place on file. Motion to place on file. Second. Roll call. Yes. 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 This one right here. And then we got this. Oh, I'm sorry, we gave you the wrong one. Yeah, right. Let's put it out there. Absolutely. This is just this is just what we Yeah. And then we got to do the minutes still. Yeah, hold up. Thanks. a nice fine print. I'm trying to make a motion that's return she did. Motion to accept the minutes of February 1st, 2023. Motion to accept the minutes of January 23rd. January 23rd. January 23rd. This is February 1st, 2023. Yep, February 1st, 2023. February 1st, 2023. Roll call. Roll call. Yes. 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 Six zero. Motion passes. Motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Roll call. Absolutely. Is this yours? Yes. 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 Yes.